Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 452, recorded live on Saturday, February 27th, 2016. And here are your hosts, the man who made me fearful of my Amazon purchases, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who doesn't want to know any more about it, Andy Lowe. Hi. You don't want to dig into the data and see what categories you were spending money on or whom you were spending money on? No. The reason I say this is because most of our Christmas shopping is done on Amazon and not through wish lists. So it'd be a very skewed data where I would have to somehow go in there and remember, okay, what this, oh, that was a Christmas gift for this person. And oh, that was a Christmas gift for this person. And I'd have to. Yeah, that's that's the shipping address. No, I have them all shipped here. Oh. So I would have to manually go through that list of I don't know how many items and figure out which ones were actually for us and which. Because you don't, you don't actually send them to the person. No. I see. So, you know, that, that would skew the data is what yep. it would be. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at enough data and the skewing kind of factors, it, it averages out. Maybe, but still, that's, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm having fun with pivot tables. <laughs> this is really bad. My uh, my boss just posted on Facebook. He's down in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, somebody put my hotel room chair together incorrectly. So what do I do? Uh, he rebuilt his office chair in the hotel. So he put it together correctly. Neat. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> he should demand a, a compensation or he should build the hotel. That would be hilarious. But yeah, no. So there's a way for everybody, if you want to, you can discover how much you have spent on Amazon. It's kind of dangerous. I I just want to put it out there. It's a little uh, terrifying, especially if you've been doing Amazon for eight years. Mm -hmm. God, eight years of Amazon. Jesus. I feel like it's been longer than that. Were you using your parents' account? No. Uh, What's the, is it from Amazon? Is what from Amazon? Uh, Amazon orders. What are the Amazon orders email? All right, I'm just going to search for any email from at Amazon.com. Filter date within one year of 2008. See what I find. I've got emails here from uh, 2007. Okay. So that's part. Oh, yeah, I've got my my personal account uh, only went to 2008. But I've been buying stuff on there since before then. So using my account. So that's, I don't know why some of that's not working. I don't know. Yeah, I used to order my textbooks on Amazon back before Amazon realized that's what people were doing. And then, you know, increasing the cost. Yeah. Order with Amazon 2000. Oh, 2007, February. This looks like a gift for Kate. (laughs) Your first purchase was a gift. Well, in 2007, it was. No, wait, there's one earlier. That's textbooks yep but you rate your transaction on december 1st 2006 bought something lands end related so i wonder why it's not showing up in your orders history i don't know i don't know so yeah now the date is even incomplete so i don't even know all right well screw that it's still a larger number than i had yeah it's, it's a big number uh the other scary one is oh shit what's the website um uh Oh, the one about Steam? SteamDB.info slash calculator. SteamDB.info calculator. Profile URL. Just put in your account name. QS23. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. Now, I do have to say, though, that's the, that's the account value. Most of the stuff that I have... Is the total cost with sales. Yeah. Yep. 
What's your average price? Average price, uh, $8.97. Not bad. Average price per hour? Uh, $2.93. Whoa, good job. I'm at two twelve average price with price per hour of $7.18. See, the highest thing I have on there is Sniper Elite 3, which... I think I got on like a super sale at some point because there's no way I would have paid $50 for that game. Uh, I, haven't, I, I haven't actually ever played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't work on my laptop. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I have Wolfenstein, The New Order, Fallout 4, and Rome 2 are my most expensive. However, Fallout 4 is priced at $0.30 cents an hour. Uh, I just want to point that out there. Sid Meier, Civilization Beyond Earth, $2 per hour. Per hour? Yeah. Uh, where's my Beyond Earth? It's got to be way down here. Oh, City Skylines is uh, $30 per hour because I've played it for 30 minutes. Yep. Civ 5 is at $0.06 cents per hour. Um, Terraria is at $0.02 cents per hour. So many games. Oh, some of these games, though, I don't think I actually own. Like Ironclad Tactics, I do believe I bought that for Christmas presents for people. I don't think I actually own that game. Uh, I would check your your Steam list because I think you probably do. Hold on, checking my library. Chicken, 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 chicken. Ironclad Tactics. Evidently, I own Democracy 2. You own Democracy 2? Yep. Well, I own Democracy 3. Ah. We need to do that whole sharing of the game library thing again. So I can play Democracy 3? And I can try out Democracy 2. And you can play any of my 330 games? How many do I have? It's up at the very top. Hold on, I was on a different page. Uh, uh, 352. You actually have more games than I do? 352 games owned. Huh. Oh man, Adam Smasher Zombie. I remember that. Adam, Zam- Adam Zombie Smasher is what it was. I have so many games I haven't played. This is terrible. I have 261 games not played. 165. I've played 50% of my games. I've only played a quarter. My slash played 2,761 hours. 1,117. Yeah. So I just need to play for another 220 hours, and I will just stop right there. (laughs) Close your account. (laughs) Close my account. Because that would put you at 1337? Yep. Yep. Just close your account right there. Be like, nope, nope, I'm done. Never playing Steam again. Never (laughs) touching my my account that's probably valued at like 3,000 something dollars. Yep, 3,159. Yeah. Profile created 11 years ago. Jesus. All right. I I evidently really have to play Wolfenstein New Order because I did purchase it. And I've played 38 minutes of it. So my price per hour is actually more than the original price. That's funny. I need to play that and I need to play City Skylines. Oh my God. What I really need to do is actually get, uh, oh, Super Hot's on, ooh, Super Hot came out. What? Uh, Super Hot. It's a first person shooter. Okay. Where the idea is time only really moves when you do. So as as long as you aren't moving, everything well, else is stopped. Well, everything moves super slowly if you don't actually move. So it moves just slowly. Yeah, like it's almost at a standstill when you're not moving. Okay. Uh, I'm playing a games by email risk game. Oh, geez. Well, it, it got bad again. Like at one point, we this one group that I'm doing it with was playing like three games simultaneously. Oh, and then I only started playing turns in one game. Well, no, I said like, I'm not doing this. I am not doing it. And so I started doing one turn a day or I would only take turns in one game. And they got the, the idea. They were like, oh, I, I guess we shouldn't be playing a shit ton of games. <laughs> Ugh, I'm doing crappy in this one, though. 
So that's about it. What's the weather supposed to be like out there today, Andy? The weather today? Um, what's the weather supposed to be like today? Because it's supposed to be like uh, 56 degrees here. Yeah, after the foot of snow that we got, it's supposed to be 43. It's supposed to be 57 tomorrow. All that snow's gonna... Massive snowfall, and it's gonna be all gone by this weekend. Good. And then on Tuesday, we're supposed to get another three inches. Yay, the Midwest. <laughs> Damn it. Yay, global climate. Yeah, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they're all below freezing... Saturday, we are slightly above freezing. Jeez. Weather is so weird. It is. It is. All right. So should we hit topics? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Can we just start with the robot apocalypse? (laughs) Start with the end of the world. Yeah. Go. All right. What robot apocalypse? Boston Dynamics published a new video. Oh, yeah. The new Atlas one. Their new Atlas robot. Which is their biped. So, right, they've got the, the dog. I don't even remember what they called it. Oh, oh. I think they called it dog. Yeah, I think the, the I think it is dog. Uh, which is the, the quadruped. Yes. And it's the really terrifying one because it's so big and huge. And, oh, my God, it's a fucking tank. Uh, yeah, there's big dog. There's cheetah. There's little dog. There's rise. There's sand flea. There's pet man. There's LS3. There's Atlas. And there's R hex. Well, they just produced the next-gen Atlas robot. Yes. And it walks outdoors by itself. Mm-hmm. And it can pick up things by itself. It's really funny is the fact that um, last night, because uh, you're watching Nova now, mm-hmm. uh, last this week's episode was about the 2015 DARPA challenge. The one where yeah. they had, you know, the, the robots trying to do all the rescue mission stuff. Yeah. And the top teams were given Atlas robots to work with. Oh, dear God. So um, so it was one of those things where it's like watching all these things there. And then during the show, I'm like, what's really funny is because we're watching all these Atlases like fall down. I'm like, like I just lean over to Kate. And I'm like, I just saw this new video with the Atlas robot. And it's the new one's kind of scary. Yeah. And then literally at the end of the show, they said, yes, after this one, <laughs> Google just released a new video showing the new Atlas one. I'm like, that's the video I just saw. Yep. My my most surprising thing with this video is not the fact that it can, you know, pick up things or it can adjust on the fly. It's how much of a dick Boston Dynamics is to their robots. Yes, that one is, yeah. When he literally is going behind the robot yep. and he just um, shoves it, shoves it from behind. Yeah, when he shoves it from behind, that one really tells me it's like, wow, he, uh, the robot can actually, you know, work. Yep. So the robot falls. Yeah. When he shoves it from behind, it falls. And then it sounds, well, it sounds like it's broken, but it's not. Do you know what that sound is? What? It's charging an air compressor. Oh, to kick itself back up again. Yep. So it recognizes it has fallen over. It begins charging an air compressor, gets itself in position, and then effectively launches itself back up. So Google has made a robot that, I guess, AB Alphabet now? Yes. Boston Dynamics is part of Alphabet? Yes. So Alphabet made a robot that can now stand up. This is at the same time, mind you, that Alphabet is making an artificial intelligence that can learn to play Go. And the same time that Google is learning everything about the world. I am now no longer convinced that Larry Page and Sergey Brin are not actually from the future and that they are here to bring about the end of humanity. Maybe they're robots. Yep. They are the Terminators. Yep. None of this bullshit go kill John Connor thing. It's go back in time and invent Skynet. 
Just slowly invent it. Not, you know. This dude in the video who keeps, like, playing with the robot and and torturing it, he is the first one against the wall. (laughs) He is going to die. And I bet you the last thing they're going to show is there's going to be a projector and it's going to be showing that video just on, just a vine of that video on loop. That's the only thing that'll be on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) When the AI comes and starts fucking with us, that video is just like, it'll just be the word because. Yeah. But what's kind of funny is the fact, though, that uh, that was a lot of the people were scared about was the fact that these Atlas robots couldn't pick themselves up again once they fell. Mainly because also people had never tried to work with the Atlas robots outside of having them on a safety harness. Yep. Well, which is that's that's what Dar- that's what everybody in the in the Nova episode. That's what a lot of people were freaked out about was the fact that DARPA said, OK, during the finals, no, no harness. safety harness. Yeah. <laughs> but this robot costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. No safety harness. You don't get a safety harness when you're out rescuing people. Yeah. That was actually part of the problem with one of the robots is one of the robots fell down. Yeah. And it fell down on its hand and broke it. Oh, no. So they were he was able to get back up again. But, you know, since it fell down and broke its hand, it couldn't do some of the challenges. And so just, you know, didn't work. That sucks. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the new guy's out there. That's uh, my, the, how long before it's armed. I don't know. Also, <laughs> these these guys are working with DARPA. Yes. My other question is, how long can this guy run on his own on battery? Yeah. Well, if Hollywood has shown me anything, it's that very soon it won't matter because some idiot is going to say like, well, he's got a battery, but we'll make it rechargeable. And let's just put a plug on him so that we can plug him into the wall anywhere. <sighs> and then it will learn how to plug itself into the wall. Yeah, like your Roomba. Yeah. I like how some of the comments are like, yeah, this thing looks like me coming back from the bar. Yeah, it, it does look a little unsteady. But it stays on his feet, which I think some people that I know... Can't not, do, coming yeah, back from the do. bar. Yep. Some people you know, maybe some people you're related to. I wasn't going to say that. You didn't have to, I did. All right. So do you want to do some other Google news? Sure. Google or Alphabet? Uh, Google. Okay, what else? Google Fiber. Google Fiber has been announced in, in San Francisco. San Francisco. Going for the big because, dog. Because, yeah, I guess, kind of, going for your backyard? Does yeah, that that's literally, count? yeah, that's it. It's, I mean, <laughs> San, Ho- San Francisco is still a ways away from San Jose, right? Yes. It's it's not like the same city. It's, it's Milwaukee and, well, it's a little closer than Milwaukee and Chicago are. No, it's about right. Like an hour, hour and a half drive. Yeah. So it's like if Google were in Milwaukee and provided for Chicago. Or my guess. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It was in Milwaukee and provided for Chicago. Yeah, that would, that would be a pretty good analogy. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's the backyard. It's the neighbor's backyard. We'll put it that way. Which is kind of funny because most of the, there's already fiber optics there in the city. So they don't really have to do any of the wiring. They just have to just use the existing wiring and just finish it out. Neat. And, you know, pay. Yeah. And make everyone else pay. They're working again on Project Loon. Loon? I don't know if you've seen that lately. That's the balloon one, right? Yep. Internet from the balloons. Because it's the loon. Oh, balloon. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, there you go. I get it. Project Loon, because they're from balloons. Ah, ha, ha. I do have to say, I'm kind of pleased, though, that Google Fiber is saying that they're going to, uh, people in low-income housing is going to get Google Fiber for free. That's nice. And that, you know, was not required by them from the FCC, unlike Comcast. Yeah. Good for Google. Yeah. That actually just reminded me of something, and now I totally forgot what it was. Oh, well. That will come <laughs> back later. <laughs> it reminded me of something. What was it? And then it didn't. 
It'll come back later, I'm sure. I was hoping that by saying it reminded me of something, that that would also remind me of something. No? Nope, it's gone. Mm. So you want to do some tangential Google news? Like, has little to do with Google, but still kind of to do with Google? Yes. Uh, So I'm going to guess Android. No. Okay, go for it. AT&T versus Louisville, Kentucky. How is that tangentially Google? Because AT&T is suing the local government in Louisville and Jefferson County, Kentucky, to stop new orderings designed for uh, Google Fiber access. Ah, the no, we want to be the only game in town argument. Pretty much. So this lawsuit is um, against a local ordinance. What everybody is calling, um, what is what are they calling it? Uh, one touch deployment ready, I do believe, is what they're calling it. Uh, one touch make ready policy. Okay. So this is about the utility poles that are out there. Because utility poles, you know, have got power on them, they've got cable on them, they've got fiber on them, they've got, you know, yep. it, it's a multi-use yep. cable thing. So currently, with the way things are set up, everybody, if you want to put another thing on that pole, you're going to have to move some stuff around, right? Okay. In order to make room for your stuff. What currently has to happen is each company has to come out and move their own equipment. Ah. So if you've got AT&T on that pole, if you've got Consumers Energy on that pole, if you've they, got... They all have to come out. Yeah. They all have you, to move their stuff. They all have to move only their stuff. Yep. And then you have to schedule the next person to come in and move their stuff yeah so if you got like six people on that pole it's going to take a while a while to literally get somebody out there every single time in order to move their stuff so this ordinance which is called one touch is everybody agrees on a third-party contractor and that person is allowed to come out and move all the stuff on the pole at one time okay sounds easier cheaper and safer yes AT&T doesn't see that as a good thing, though. No, of course not. Someone else can touch AT&T's stuff. Yep. The telco lawsuit argues that the ordinance allows companies to temporarily seize AT&T's property and alter or relocate AT&T's property without <laughs> AT&T's consent and in most circumstances without prior notice to AT&T. Well, except AT&T is giving its consent right now at the beginning of the process. That's the point. Yes, but they, they say, well, we don't know when this is going to happen. It's, it's giving a blanket and we don't know how it's going to be used. I, mm, I'm being put in an unfortunate situation. Why is that? Because I, I understand that doing this makes it easier for everyone. At the same time, I kind of feel like AT&T is right. Yes, I could see that. Especially, you know, if, if somebody came into my building, like, okay, so we have a low-power TV station at work. Yeah. Right? I don't touch their equipment and they don't touch ours. If there's something that has to happen with, you know, that the two of us are connected, especially with our tower right next to the building, they do their stuff. We do our stuff. Yeah. It'd be a little disconcerting for us if we say, okay, let Bob come in. And if we need something dumb, Bob can do it all. I'd be like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Unless I specifically like know and trust Bob, I'd be a little iffy about just, you know, letting somebody come in and do that. Getting carte blanche access to just do. Yeah. But at the same time, it would make everything easier. Yeah, so we wouldn't have to schedule the two of us to be in the building at the same time in order to get anything done that involves the two of us. Or, heck, if it's anything with the tower, it would be Verizon Sprint, the TV station, and me all together trying to coordinate something at the same time. There's, there's, there's four people on that tower that I know of off the top of my head. So trying to get all four of us to work together on something, that'd be nuts. But the last thing I want to do is have somebody come in and mess with my junk. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wow. realized as soon as that came out of my mouth. Wow, Andy, wow. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, hope Kate doesn't listen to this when she's actually in the lab. <laughs> Sometimes she does that and then laughs or just, you know, scours or... or scowls. To, yeah. Not scours. Scowls. Scouring is, is searching very finely. Ah, we ain't found shit. I also still can't believe they're doing another Spaceballs movie. They did another Star Wars movie. True. We talked about that last week for a bit. Yep. <laughs> Are you mad that we have a, a 67 minute episode? No, especially since that was something that I wanted to, you know, to, to get out for a while. Star Wars? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was sitting there just eating away at me going, mm. and then next week we could talk about Deadpool or two weeks because Deadpool. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it right now because we'll get into a very long yeah. discussion. Nope. Nope. Not this week. Not this week. Um, Sprint has contracts coming back. Yeah, I didn't know they lost them. I think we talked about how they... Uh, they um, Abandoned the two-year contract? Yeah. Yeah, well, if we did, I don't remember talking about it. It wouldn't have been very long ago. No, because I think they were like one of the last ones to jump on the boat of no contracts. Yeah, so they, they got rid of their two-year contracts, the subsidies of the phones, and now it was like you pay a small amount on the phone up front, and then you just pay for the phone over time. But you're yeah. not really on a contract, you're just on service. And less than a month later, they went back and said, nope, 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 Contracts it is. You get a contract and you get a contract and you get a contract. So there's two-year contracts again. Now you do end up spending a little more money on the contract than you do otherwise. That's just that's, that's the them. way it was. Yeah. It's, it's just you pay them less up front and more over time. Yes. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I can get this phone for zero dollars down. Well, not actually, you know, for free. Yes, you're locked into a contract. Yep. But if you think that you can use the money that you have up front, because you have more money up front. Yes. If you can use that money to make more money, you could potentially save money. Yes. God, how much money do I have left on my phone? Because I, I have the, the, I bought the, the, I've got the installment plan um, for my phone where, I, you know, I paid a little bit up front and I'm paying X amount every month. Yep. <laughs> For my S5. And T-Mobile's website is taking forever, so I'm not going to worry about that right now. Okay. But uh, yeah, I know I'm doing that one right now, and I've got a little bit left on my phone. Speaking of the S5, yeah, should probably talk about mobile web conference. Oh, MWC 2016. Came all the phones and came out went. to play. Yeah, this is, this is the cell phone conference. This is the E3 of cell phones. Yes. When is CES's last month? Last, yeah, it's always in January. Yeah. It's, it's so, like New Year's and then like a week and then CES right off the bat. So what's the next big conference? E3 is until, like, June. Yeah. March, April, May. I don't know if there's anything in that range. Is Macworld in there? Macworld might. Because I know September is always the big announcements. But I think Macworld... Oh, there's going to be an iPhone event on March 22nd. Okay. Because I know Apple always does, like, a March event and a September event. So it looks uh, like March 22nd is going to be the next thing, which is the new iPhone. Yep. Then there's the WWDC which is Apple's developer conference. Yes. Uh, which is in June of this year. Okay. So Mobile Web Conference, MWC. Oh, sorry, not Web. World. Mobile World Conference. I always think it's Web. It's actually the Mobile World Conference. Why didn't you correct me on that? I just always knew it as MWC. I don't know. I don't care what they stand for. I just, it's like CES. What is that? Consumer Electronics Electronic show? show, yeah. Okay. Or E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. 
It's like PAX. It's just it's you just Penny Arcade Expo. Expo. Yeah, I know. We just you know it by its TLA. That's that's all you need. Uh, sure. Mobile World Conference. Yes. Uh, was in Barcelona this year, I want to yes, say? Yes, it was in Barcelona okay. this year. Barcelona. Normally, it's somewhere in the Mediterranean area. It's a world conference. Because, you know, everybody wants to spend their spring in the... Me- well, heck, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, why are you... Like, oh, man, why would you ever want to... Oh, wait, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, the new S7 was announced, and the new S7 Edge. All the new flagships were announced. S7, the G5. There's actually a couple of Chinese phones in there. Yeah. So, what do you know about the S7 and S7 Edge? Um... Well, the biggest thing that I'm pleased about is the fact that um, they've brought back replaceable internal storage. Yay! So you can finally put an SD card back in your S phone. Yay! That's good, because I've got like a 64 gigabyte internal SD card. Which is also really good, because they're not planning on selling an S7 with more than 32 gigabytes of internal storage. Cool. The, the downside is, though, so these things have Marshmallow. 6.0. Yeah, so they, they have the top-of-the-line Android operating system. Mm-hmm. One thing that Marshmallow has done is allowed you to combine your internal storage and your SD storage as one virtual drive inside your phone. Okay. So if I got 32 gigabytes of internal storage and I have a 32-gigabyte card in there, the phone sees that as 64 gigabytes of storage. That's cool. That's not installed on the S7. Not installed or not enabled? I, well, it's it's probably it's probably not enabled. So my guess is if you probably put Cyanogen on here, it, would, it might it would then it. work. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, that's, that's kind of meh, not good, but it's also not terrible. Yeah. I, I haven't run into many issues of having external storage versus internal storage. There's been a couple of times where I've had to move things around, but it hasn't been that much. The other great thing is the fact that these are, uh, I was it IP68, IPv68 or something like that, which means they are water resistant for up to a half hour. Neat. Does that mean it's got like a little cover for the USB port? Uh, IP68 rating is what they are. IP68? IP68. Not... 57. No. 57 is the, like, you can drop it in the in the bath and it's fine. Well, let's see. What's it, it, uh, first digit is solid protection. So IP6 means that it's dust tight. No ingress for dust. Complete protection against contact. And 8. Uh, the equipment is suitable for continuous immersion in water under conditions which shall be specified by the manufacturer for uh, up to 30 minutes. Wow. So no more worries about, like, dropping it in the toilet. Nope. <laughs> you could drop it in the toilet and leave it there for a little bit. Don't. Yeah, don't. No. That's gross. <laughs> God damn it, Andy. You had to go that way. Yep. I think it's also got built-in wireless charging, which the i the S6 had as well. It also comes with a free Gear VR. Ooh, that could be interesting. Yeah, that, that might actually move me back to Samsung. <sighs> Particularly since you compare it to the LG G5. Yes. Which is it's an LG phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cool. It has a modular bottom. Wait, what? It is a modular bottom. So the, the bottom of the phone yes. comes out of the phone. Oh. And it's replaceable. You can buy other modules to stick in there, like a larger battery or a better camera. Better speakers. Better speakers. But I... Hmm. Until you can do things like replace the chip or the memory with that, I don't know how useful it's going to be. Well, that would be, you know... I'm always a fan of replaceable batteries. Yeah. It's always a plus. That yeah. was the fact that you can pull the battery and just swap it out. Yeah, which the S7, again, is a non-replaceable battery. 
I mean, technically, my my G3 is a replaceable battery, but do you want to guess how many times I've replaced it? Once. Never? Never. True. Why would I replace the battery? I've had to replace the battery once on my S5, because the, the other one, it was just not, it was not working out. It was getting super hot. It was, you could, you could feel the bulge happening inside the battery, and when the battery starts to bulge. That's bad. It's that's, already gone. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Yep. So I've had to replace the battery on my phone already once, but yeah, I don't, beyond that, I'm not sure. But that's still a neat idea. It's kind of, what was the, the, the one plus phone that was supposed to be entirely module? Uh, no, it was the, the, uh, shoot. Was, it was, was it a Google phone? It was a Google phone. It started with an A or an M. <laughs> was it the Adaphone? Google modular phone. Era? A-R-A? Yeah, era. Ara. Ara. And according to recent news, it's been delayed. Yeah, I mean, they're still working on it. Yeah. Project Ara phones are modular, and they they get assembled. And so with Ara, you can do things like, I don't like this camera. I'll put in a different one, or a better one, or no camera. Yeah, it's like, do I... I don't like this processor. I'll put in a different one. So it's cute. Mm -hmm. But the, the G5 and the S7 are out. Yes. The G5 has the modular design. I don't know. If they announced more exciting modules, maybe I'd look at it. But, like, you have physical controls for your camera. Or I could go get a camera. That's true. We still have our, my old... Oh, God, how old is this guy now? Our Luminex... Luminex something. DMC TZ5 from Panasonic. 10x optical zoom. This thing has been a workhorse for all these years, and the pictures are still looking great. So it's like if, when we when we want actual pictures, we break out the actual camera. Yeah, like I have a a DSLR camera. <laughs> oh, so you have an actual actual camera. I have a large format film camera. Why would I need this? Because most people now are just, you know, taking the quick snapshots. They're taking the selfies. Yep. But why would you need physical camera controls for a selfie? I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those, so one of those things I, where I feel like the current generation of people have gotten the the idea of quality is lost on them. Yep. So, I, I mean, long story short, at least for me, I usually skip generations of phones. And so it sounds like I, I, I skipped the generation that was the G5 S6. So maybe it's time to pick up the S7. Or sorry, the G4 S6. Now, I'm just curious, did Samsung announce any of their accessories or no? Um, they announced probably... a, a tiny 3D camera. Sorry, not 3D, 360 degree camera. Well, I'm thinking of like watches and stuff. Not really. Because that's when the Gear Fit was announced was during MWC a couple of years ago. And I think the last time they also announced, you know, a new wearable device. But I don't think they announced a new one this year. Not Not really. Uh, you can get the S7 with a Gear Fit instead of with the uh, the Gear VR. Hmm, $150 for the Gear Fit, which I can normally get. Let's see what the current wearable technology is for Samsung. Go into their website. Gear S2, the Gear Fit, and the Gear VR. God, that S2 looks so nice. The Which S2? The, the Gear S2, the new watch ah. they've got with the circular display. Yep, but I, I have my Moto 360, which I really like. A watch where I try and work the phrase, okay, Google, into any type of conversation. Yes. <laughs> you realize I'm, A, not wearing it right now. Yeah, I B, know. I'm wearing headphones right I now. Know. I know. This is why. The when I, only when I, time when doing something like, okay, Google, open a browser is going to do anything is if someone's listening to this podcast on speakers. <laughs> 
It also works for cell phones if they have it set up that way. Yep. God, so that Gear Fit, they really need to update the software on that thing. But they, look they, at it. The, the Gear won't. Fit, the Gear S2, and the Gear VR. Have they, has Samsung disappeared off of the wearable market? No, I doubt it. I, I just they, think wearables were last year's story. Yeah. This year it's VR and 360 cameras and a lot of information about uh, 5G. Yeah, everybody had their little 5G plan this year. Yep. People are already starting to test it out. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that works out with the Spectrum auction coming up. Is there a Spectrum auction coming up? Yeah, the, the reverse auction stuff. We're in, we're in a quiet period for the reverse auction, so nobody's allowed to talk about it. Okay. Well, then we shouldn't talk about it. Well, no, I mean, the people who are participating, this is the time for people to decide if they want to participate in the auction or not. They have until, I do believe, mid-March, I think, is the current timeline. Timeline. Estimated timeline of key events. Uh, Mid-2015 conducts incentive auction. Ooh, 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 by the way, yeah, the G5 also will not have the adaptive storage. Oh, well then. Now, did you see this, uh, the cat phone? Yes, with the, the FLIR camera. With the built-in thermal imager? Yep. I feel like it's a very niche phone, but for those people who need it... It would be great. Yeah. The Here's the crazy thing. You know at, at work we have construction going on. Yes. And that we have had construction going on since I came it's here. Per, it's perpetual construction is what yeah. I just assume. Yeah. It, it is actually, they never stop. There's yeah. always been a construction project. Um, and so what they did starting about a year and a half ago is in one of the common areas, like right outside the cafeteria, they post bi-weekly updates of what's going on. And it's not just like a, here's the status, it's also, here's a, a bit of insight into the technology and the methodology of what we're doing. Hmm. And so uh, the one that was up there recently was about imaging and how are they taking images. And holy shit, if you want advanced tech, go into construction. I don't doubt it. I do not doubt that at all. They are doing, like, laser imaging of the supports that are then put into the cement, and then they overlay that with pictures of the cement so that they have a, they have a full model interpreted by the computer of where everything is. All the wiring, all the steel reinforcing, everything. So if they go back later and be like, we need to put a hole in this wall. What's inside this wall? They have that. Think about that. They have that to the centimeter. Yeah, no, think about that with a Microsoft HoloLens. Yep, be able to just like strip the wall away. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably coming soon. There's, I'd love the, there's um, some of the cable testers, they, um, you can plug it onto the end and it can tell you exactly how many feet down the line the, the break or the short is. Mm-hmm. So think of that information with the HoloLens where you can plug in, okay, this wire, you know, has a short at 35 feet down the line. Well, you don't know exactly where 35 feet down the line is. You can kind of guess. Now it, it would actually just be like the short is in this area. Yeah. It's like your short is probably here. here. And then you just HoloLens over there or this new Google, what was it? The, the Tango. Tango. Yes. Google Tango. Both of those are just pinpoint exactly where the problem is in the wall. That'd be nuts. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah. So another piece of news that came out of uh, MWC uh, was the fact that we are a very trusting people because Avast Software uh, put up three open Wi-Fi networks near the conference registration booth at the Barcelona airport. That's a bad idea. 
The Wi-Fi spots were given innocent-looking names such as Starbucks, MWC Free Wi-Fi, and Airport Free Wi-Fi A-E-N-A, which is the code for the airport. That's a bad idea. In four hours, more than 2,000 users connected to these hotspots based solely on their names. No idea how many of those 2,000 users had any sort of protection on their devices. Nope. They, uh, traffic, they, they logged the traffic going in and out of the Wi-Fi, which is easy to do. Uh, 61% of all users searched the web via Google or accessed their Gmail accounts. 14.9% accessed a Yahoo site. 2% listened to music. And 1% browsed a dating app. Uh, 52.5% had Facebook app installed, while Twitter was only 2.4%. And 50% were Apple devices, 43% were Android, and Windows phones were 6.5%. And the researchers could identify details about each device and its users in 63.5% of all the traffic. Wow. So yeah, so they people went to the airport, saw there was free Wi-Fi, and connected Hopped to on. it. Yep. Well then, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I go to a conference... I make sure I go to the booth and go, okay, what's your Wi-Fi? Like, what's what's the Wi-Fi one you want me to connect to? Yep. It's like, oh, connect to this. Okay, I will connect to specifically that one. And what what is to stop me from sitting there with a router with the same name? Oh, doing the classic coffee shop thing where you, you block the one router and replace it with yours with the yeah. same? Yeah. Mm. That is an excellent question. Thank you. I thought so. That's why I asked it. I... Oh, man, geez, that is a... <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit, I guess I'm not as protected as I thought. Granted, I wouldn't, you know, do a lot of serious um, web surfing while I'm at a conference. It's not a question. I mean, you, you don't do your banking on it. No. That's true. But yes. it's also that what if then I take the opportunity of having an access of communication with your phone and send your phone bad data? Oh, doing a man-in-the-middle injection attack? Either man-in-the-middle or I gain control of your device and have it run malicious code. So that later on, even when you are on a protected private personal network, it's still compromised. Yeah. Oof. Just, well, you know, putting that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Avast says people should use VPN software if they're using a non-secured Wi-Fi. Yep. But even that is not necessarily going to be uh, safe. Yeah. Cordless ATMs? No, no. Phone. Cardless. Cardless. Cardless ATMs. Okay. I was going to say, that seems like a really bad idea. A cordless ATM, like, I can walk away with it? <laughs> that would not be... That seems like a really bad idea. Yes, yes, it would be. Oh, Cardless. Cardless ATMs. ATMs. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay. No, the, the idea would be, because you know how you have, like, the Android Pay on your phone, and you have it connected up to... My UMCU account. Yeah. Yeah. You'd go up to the ATM and just like paying for something, you'd tap your phone on the ATM yeah. and use that to pull money out of your account. What are you doing? You reminded me of something again, and I want to make sure I don't forget it. <laughs> are you writing a check? Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm, I'm preparing my checkbook. Mm. I am not actively writing the check. Okay. So there are uh, supposedly already 2,000 cash machines across the U.S. operated by at least 28 banks that um, use 
apps on your phone in order to receive the money. Is that more or less secure than a normal ATM with card skimmers? Uh, I feel like it's more because... Have you noticed when you use Android Pay, you get the alert saying, oh, yeah, we've used a random one-off fake number. Yeah. So even if, you know, somebody gets the database and gets that number, it's it's no good. That's true. With a card skimmer, you have this physical card that you're getting, you know. Yeah. The actual you thing are giving there. someone else what they what appears to be your physical card, even though it's not. Yeah. No. Get a skimmer, get a bunch of stuff on there, and you can get a magnetic card right Okay. So that's that's kind of neat then. I'm I'm if it's more secure, I'm for it. I like it. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Also because it means I get to carry less stuff in my wallet. Yes. There are times where I wish that, but then there's a couple places that still don't have any sort of tap pay. Well, yet. also, I there is one thing about like putting all of your your financing through your phone. <laughs> Do not lose your phone. What happens if you break your phone? Oof. I have to go buy a new one with what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, ah, it's fine. I'll just stop over at the the cell phone store and buy a new phone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of shopping, we can move on to that one. More shopping. Isn't that where we started with the Amazon spreadsheet? Yes. We can go go back to shopping. Okay. You can uh, buy timely comics again. Timely? Timely comics, which is, I do believe, the original name for Marvel comics. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the original, but it's an earlier name of Marvel before uh, it's known as Marvel. Yeah. Timely comics, initially timely publications, was the earliest comic book arm of American publisher Martin Goodman, and the entity would later involve into Marvel. Marvel Comics. Um, so Marvel is bringing back the timely name, and the idea is um, they want people to to try out the new comic book. Um, what would you call them? Comic book arcs? Comic book series? There we go. Comic book series. Okay. And you could buy the first three comic issues for three dollars. Three dollars for three issues. Three dollars per comic. Three dollars for three issues, which normally issues are about what three to four bucks a piece. I have no idea. I, I haven't bought comics in forever, but the idea would be that hey, this would be a perfect you know instead of spending like four dollars, four dollars, four dollars, twelve dollars to even see if you know because buying a comic doesn't really give you much of an arc. Yeah. So and so you'd have to get a couple of them in there to even decide if you still want to pursue this or not. So this is a. It's a jumping on point. Yeah, the first hit's not free, but it's pretty damn cheap. <laughs> And then once you're invested, then you start buying them at three, four dollars a pop. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah, it is. I mean, well, yes and no. It's expensive, but it's also so comics come out once a week. Mm-hmm. So call it four bucks per week. Four dollars a week. Yes. Okay. How much do people spend at Starbucks? Starbucks normally every time I go in there, it's at least six dollars. Yeah. How often do you go into Starbucks? Oh, since I have the Keurig, never. <laughs> How often did you used to go into Starbucks? Maybe once a month, but there are, I see, I know people who go in there once a week, twice a week, three times a week. Well, that's three comic books. Yep. Do you get your coffee and feed your addiction or do you get comic books? And feed your addiction? And feed a different addiction. I I don't know, but this this would be an interesting idea because then you could just, you know, try out all the different... It's so one thing I've always, with the comics, it's like, oh man, we'd love to get into comics, but where do I begin? This is a good point. Well, these are all brand new, all all new, all different series that are starting up, yeah. or have started up. I mean, the, they, they aren't, is the thing. That's that's what gets me with comics. They're always saying, like, oh, this is a great jumping on point. Like, this is where we, uh, there's not a lot of backstory, or there's a ton of backstory, but really we're just ignoring most of it. What they do is they say, at this point, if we introduce a character, we will essentially reintroduce a character. But there's still history. There's still stuff. It's just pretending like most of it didn't happen. 
Retcon. It's not even Retcon. I mean, look at the cover of this new Avengers. Yes. There's a female Hulk. Not female Hulk. Female Thor. It's a female Thor. Why is she female? Who is she? Is she an Asgardian? No, that's um actually Jane. That's my point. Yeah, that's Jane. And then you're like, Captain America is black? And has wings. Yeah, Falcon. It's one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Falcon. That's that's Falcon. Miss Marvel is Middle Eastern? I guess. I mean, Vision is still Vision. Yeah, Vision is still Vision, and Spider-Man's in black. Oh, it's Miles the Spider-Man. Yep, okay, so Miles, it's Miles Morales. The, yeah, Miles the Spider-Man. You got Miss Marvel, you got the female Thor, and you got uh, Captain American Falcon. Yep. So it's one of those things where it's like, what's going on here? Yep, but it's a good jumping on point. It's not a, a reset, but it's a yeah. good jumping on point. But yeah, so they're doing this for uh, Invincible Iron Man, the all-new, all-different Avengers, all-new Inhumans, Carnage, Daredevil, Drax, Doctor Strange, Moon Girl, and Devil Dinosaur, New Avengers, Scarlet Witch, Squadron Supreme, Totally Awesome Hulk, Ultimates, Uncanny Inhumans, Venom, and Web Warriors. Venom Space Knight. That's awesome. Venom Space Knight? Which Venom is that? Were there more Venoms? I thought it was just yes. Eddie Brock. No, there's a couple of different Venoms. Venom Space Knight. Flash Thompson. Okay. Have not heard of that one. I do have to say, playing Marvel Marvel Bejeweled, as Kate calls it. Act- <laughs> Um, has actually gotten me where I actually recognized all of the all-new, all-different adventures, and I kind of feel proud about that. Good for you. Yeah, I can actually try uh, to hold Venom my own. Space Knight is evidently Venom has been with and left the Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not see that one coming. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, then. Well, then. All right. Um, quick news. Uh, Leland Yee, the man anti-video who was Anti-video all- game, anti-violent video game, and yes. anti-drug like drug and guns, which I, I can grant him the anti-drug and guns, Except that he's been convicted of gun trafficking. Yes, and he has now been sentenced to five years in prison. Is he still a senator? No. Okay. (laughs) I do believe you cannot be a sitting senator and be in jail. I feel like those... uh, I don't know. I'm actually not sure about that. Former state senator Leland Yee sentenced to five years in prison. So he is no longer a state senator in the state of California. Yep. Five years in jail now. I wonder if the next Grand Theft Auto expansion is going to have something about that, because that would be hilarious. Just a, a report about it? Yeah, if you just, you know, you're flipping through the, the radio stations and go to the news one, and then you just offer a, uh, a report about <laughs> corrupt state senator. Convicted of gun trafficking. Yeah. Heck, you could do a whole mission, like, chain about that. You could actually just be gun trafficking for yeah. a state senator. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ubisoft is afraid Vivendi is going to try and take over them as well as Gameloft. Activision just bought King. Well, no, they, well, that's finalized because we talked about that because that was the $5.9 billion WTF. Yeah. Well, it's been finalized. So let's see if they're going to get their. Buying King. Yeah. Five. Let's see if they're get their money's worth for $5.9 billion. Welcome to Candy Crush in WoW. Heck, there's already a bunch of stuff already in WoW. Yeah. Except people. Oh, except it's still got like 7 million players. <laughs> True. So you go do something that gets 7 million people to subscribe and then we can make fun of Blizzard. Oh. Just want to put that out there. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Because we're running anything big, anything big. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is coming out. It's Pokemon's anniversary this year. 20th nice. anniversary, I think. You know what also is 20 years old? People who were born in 1996. The current technological uh, 
Act that is being used by Congress and the FCC. Okay. Telecommunications Act of 1996, which is our current okay. rules for how to run the... We're working on that. Slowly changing. Signed Slowly into, changing. Oh, it's signed into law by President William J. Clinton on February 8th, 1996. So it is now 20 years old. Yes, it is now 20 years old. The rules that regulate the internet... Doesn't it reference things from, like, the 1920s? Oh, yeah. No, it's... There's still some stuff in there from the original provisions back in 1927. Okay. But the most most recent update... Was 1996. Was 1996, yes. When a 56K modem was norm. Yes. Like, that was the way to get onto the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. 20 years... Yep. Damn. Random review. All right. If you want to do that, random review. I'm going to talk about Hitman Go. So, that, like, board game? Uh, actually, yes. Because you know about the Hitman game is you know it's a it's a third person stealth game where you're trying to assassinate somebody, right? Sure. And you can wear disguises and, you know, cause distractions and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to fit this into an image of little black and white stones being placed on a grid, but okay. Well, if if you actually Google Hitman Go, you can see some of the uh, pictures of it. That's okay. So they've th- the, the the this is made by the people who actually did the Hitman games. So this that is not a third look like party. Go. What? It doesn't look like Go. No. Well, it originally was put as a mobile game. But you promised me Go. I'm ignoring you now for time reasons. Okay. So they took Hitman and distilled it down to a turn-based puzzle game. Okay. So you move along on this little grid pattern, and there are bad guys who move along the grid pattern as well, and you get different objectives in there. Sometimes you just kind of have to escape the level. Sometimes you have to assassinate somebody. What makes them bad guys? Um, I would like to point out you are an assassin. Yes. What makes these people bad guys? Um, if they run into your character, you have to start over. So they are keeping you from your objective. So they're a security company? Basically. What makes them bad? Who, who are you assassinating? Most of the time you're assassinating bad people. You're assassinating, in the games, you know, you're assassinating like drug lords or uh, gun traffickers. But what about like the justice system? Who are you to be killing these people? I don't. It's it's you a can, lot of Andy. It, Andy, yeah, ignore me. <laughs> Why must you go down these rabbit holes, Dave? Because Why? it's so fun. So yeah, so this was originally actually released for iOS and Android back in 2014, um, but they finally released it for PlayStation 4 and for um, Steam. So that is where I got it. I got it on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about, I think, $6 for it. Um, so yeah, no, you. It, the, the, it's a turn-based puzzle game where you kind of have to figure out how to basically get from one side of the level to the other. And there's the classic Hitman things where you can, you know, there are um, disguises you can put on. I haven't gotten to the guns yet. I'm only through the first. I'm only in the second uh, group of levels. So you have not graduated to guns yeah but i've gotten throwable uh objects that can you know distract the guards i've gotten to uh places where you can hide so you can't get attacked by the guards um i've gotten to i think three different types of guards have you found the giant cardboard boxes yet no there, there's ferns that i've hidden in though but cardboard boxes isn't that metal gear yeah okay that, that was the joke all right so yeah no it's 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 a turn-based puzzle game with the gloss of hitman over top of it okay now the the price for it six bucks. That's a, a little on the high side. Pretty hefty for a mobile game. Yeah, and the the uh, Steam version has uh, they were they were they uh, 
there were a couple of post-launch chapters were added, and so the, the Steam game has got all of that um, already installed. The mobile app, you'd have to do in-app purchases to get the extra le- uh, extra group of levels. Yeah. So it's it's pretty fun, and it's, you know, turn-based, so you not have to, you know... You can take your time and figure it out sometimes. You don't realize, you know... Uh, that you're going wrong, and in about three turns, you're going to be stuck in a corner before dying. Oh, no. So, But, yeah, no, death is not... It's like, okay, you just start over again, and you try something else new. But, yeah, six bucks, it's a little on the high side, but it's an interesting puzzle game. I like it, but then I've also liked most of the Hitman series, so... Correct. This one just takes it down a notch, but still gives you, you know, all the... All the this the the thinking bits of it that I loved about actual Hitman without all of the twitch controls. I've never played a Hitman game. There was one Hitman game, one level where um, in order to do it the way I wanted to do it, uh, I had to uh, snipe somebody from across the level because he's traveling in a moving vehicle going down a straight road. Yeah. So I have a brief window where my sniper position lines up with she literally shooting through <laughs> the windshield into yep. the car to assassinate him. God, that level I hated so much because it was literally okay. You had to do everything to get to this one point, and then you had one sh- one chance to shoot him. One shot. One shot. See, it's that's usually when I throw like an explosive onto the road that I know the car is going to drive over. Yeah, there were other ways of doing that one, but uh, in order to access the, uh, I had to do it as a like a silent kill, so I hadn't, I was not allowed to be detected at all in order mm-hmm. to get whatever the bonus was for that level. Ah, so the only way to do that is to literally snipe him from across the the level, because as soon as you can snipe him, there's nobody else around you, so you can just you know just walk sneak away. out. Yeah, yep. You should play Watch Dogs. There were a number of missions like that in Watch Dogs. All right. I could also play the new Hitman game. The episodic one? Yeah. Or you could wait for them to publish all the episodes and then publish the compilation at a reduced price. Probably, yeah. Play Watch Dogs. I'm fine playing this right now. All right. What's also great is the fact that there are no instructions. So the game is actually built for you to start to learn how these things, how the different mechanics work as the game progresses. Is is that in... hmm. That is a principle of game design... If you think about it beforehand, if it's, oops, we forgot to put in a tutorial, that's one No, no, this one, one the, the levels are built where I just started learning about doors and keys. Mm-hmm. And the first level that had a door, it gave you two options. It's like, you can go to the door to the right, or you can go straight to the key. And if you go to the right, it's like, well, I can't get through this door. The only other option for the start of that level is to go to the key. Okay. As soon as you go to the key, the door opens. And you're like, oh, that's how that works. All right. Okay. So it's, it's not. Nice. It's got a, it slowly starts to add stuff in there and the things get more and more complex. I see. And there's a slight replayability on there because you get um there are three objectives for every level. First one is just to finish the level and then the other one is um normally either try and finish the level without killing somebody, try and finish the level without um, with within a certain number of moves. And then the third one is normally like pick up a briefcase that's somewhere else in the level which adds another level of complexity to it. So, okay. Fun little game, six bucks, a little on the high side, but if it ever goes on sale on Steam, I'd say pick it up. Because I, I love those little turn-based puzzle games and turn-based strategy games and just basically turn-based games. You like games where you don't have to rush to something. Yes. I see. So that's my random review. Okay. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Dave? Yes. We've been kidnapped. Oh, shit. 
Why? Okay, whatever. We've been kidnapped. We've been kidnapped. Yeah. You can call on the characters from one TV show to make a rescue attempt. Okay. What show do you pick? Characters from the show? Characters from one TV show, yes. Not like it's the actors from the show. No. This is the characters from the show. Yes. Come and rescue me. Yes. Justice League Unlimited. (laughs) You get the Justice League. Wow. Boom, right off the bat. Justice League. Green Lantern, Flash, Batman, Superman, Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Go ahead. Beat that. <laughs> Literally, like, I feel like if you had the headset on, you would have taken off the headset and just dropped it. I, like, yeah, like, I, I can't drop the mic. It's a boom mic. But <laughs> like, I, I did not have to think about that one. What TV show would I want to come rescue me? The Justice League. The Justice League, yeah, no. Not the Avengers? Avengers isn't a TV show. There's an Avengers TV show. Oh, there were. There was. There was. There was. Ah, no. Justice League. I'd rather have Superman save me than Thor. All right. uh, No, not the 1960s Avengers. (laughs) Kate just messaged me. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to pick. I was going to go with the A-Team. Okay. Yep. You you can get rescued by the (laughs) A-Team. I will get rescued by the the Justice Justice League. Uh, including, like, you know, the Green Lantern and Wonder Woman and Flash, who is evidently the most overpowered superhero ever. Yes, yes, he is. God, I still need to catch up on the Flash TV show. We're in season two now. I know, I'm still in season one. It's fun. I have not gotten to, um, Groot yet. Not Not Groot. Grodd. 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 I am Grodd. Yeah, no, haven't gotten to him yet. He's awesome. But yeah, as soon as you said the Justice League, I'm like, yep, that, Yeah. yeah. A team would be kind of fun, but if you had to pick a more realistic, the Justice League. <laughs> now, if you had to be like, what actors would come and save you? Oh God, that's different. What actors? Um, Steven Seagal, because he mm-hmm. actually works with law enforcement. Okay. <laughs> here's here's an even better one. Yeah. Uh, taking the the topic to a slightly different way. If you had to pick a a show to kidnap your co-host and protect him from the other group. Yeah, I'd still go with Justice League. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I have Batman on my team. You have Batman and Superman. Yeah. Working together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I win. Uh, The closest I would have to go with is the League of Tomorrow. League of Tomorrow? Yeah, the the new CW show where they get a bunch of the other people. Oh, yeah, it's all the side ones from Flash. And Arrow. Yeah. Goddamn Justice League. That's just... <laughs> and, and I'd like to point out, I didn't actually say Justice League. I said Justice League Unlimited. Yes. Which is not just the core Justice League. It's the entire Justice League. Yes. Which includes all of the heroes. <laughs> Even Booster Gold. God, I can't, can't believe I didn't think about that. Goddamn Justice League. You went with the A-Team seriously? Like, you didn't think, huh, who has superpowers? <laughs> No, I thought of a more realistic option. Fuck, go with, like, the animated Aladdin. Genie, get him out. Homer Simpson, get him out. The animated series was voiced by the same guy who did Homer Simpson. Ah. Um, So, yeah, that's... (laughs) Thank you for a lowball question. That was easy. I like that. That was fun. That was really fun. Did not see that one coming. Yep, that's what makes it even more fun. Goddamn justice. Well, so I, I, because I've been watching Flash, I'm like, oh man, Arrow. No, he'd be too violent. No, wait, why wouldn't I want Batman? Why wouldn't I want all of them? 
Yeah, Justice League. All right. Cool. I guess that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>